0: Currently I'm a college instructor and I've designed the Bullyproof Classroom, a graduate course that provides my students with permanent help, not temporary relief, as they battle a bullying epidemic. Today we're going to be covering and talking about some ways that we can strengthen the victims of bullying. Well, we've all spoken about resiliency. We know what it is. We want kids to be able to bounce back from bullying, bounce back from disappointment, deal with problems when they crop up, whether they be, they be interpersonal or they may have difficulty with schoolwork, whatever the case may be. Maybe they have trouble with friendships, relationships. And we want to strengthen these kids. That's what the word resiliency actually means. Strengthen kids so that they can go forward and deal with life on their own. Now you have bullies and you have victims. How in the world does a kid become a victim? There's things that they either say or they do, that just end up drawing attention to themselves, that can absolutely cause a guy or a gal who's a bully to talk about them. And I've said it before, bullying is caused by two reasons, weakness and difference. And the minute that a bully senses that someone is weak, they will capitalize on it. The minute that they sense that someone is different or their behavior just doesn't line up with what their values might be, they then take the opportunity to bully that person. Now, there's a lot of ways that you could help with this. And you know, but it's not easy to say to someone, oh, you gotta develop more confidence. You have to be, uh, you know, have the uh, trust in yourself. Uh, you can do it. You know, praise, encouragement. You can do all of these things. But if the kid doesn't have something concrete that he could wrap his head around, all the encouragement, all of the, the words that you speak to them, all of the times that you said to them, you have to develop more confidence, isn't going to work. They have to be able to figure certain concrete things out on their own. And I'm going to give you 10 of them right now. 10 things that kids have to be told. They have to be told these 10 things in order for them to be able to develop certain confidences that they need. Because truthfully... If a kid is smart, he'll stay away from certain people that bully, but what happens is he gets bullied so much that he believes everybody's going to bully him. And it's tough for a kid like that to develop friendships and and he almost then bec- or she almost then becomes a loner. And that's not good because when you're left alone with your own thoughts and they're negative, you start thinking of a host of different things that just will not do you any good. So the first thing I want to tell you, something you need to tell kids, identify the difference between jokes and a serious statement. When's a joke not a joke? When everybody's not laughing. But kids who are victims don't understand when someone is making fun of them. They think it's all good fun. And they they certainly you know, you don't want to encourage them to try and fit in when they're making fun of, when they're being made fun of. Good friends don't pick on others. They're not friends if they're making fun of you or using you for their own entertainment. If they're picking on you, don't use Don't join in with the laughter. Don't. And if they're picking on others, don't join in with the laughter. Just remember, if you're a bystander and you start laughing at someone that's being bullied, you could be the next victim. The next thing, choose friends with caution. Sometimes a friend can be the next bully. You know, friends have a way of getting on the inside track with you. With kids. You, if I'm speaking to kids. They're the ones that you share all of your secrets with and they know all of your good points and bad ones. You got to watch out because sometimes these kids will use your bad points against you and start to spread some of your secrets around. Until you can trust someone, don't go sharing information that you wouldn't want others to know. If they're a bully, they might hurt your feelings and that's not a good friend. Your self-respect, the next one is your self-respect is very important. Don't stand there and take it. Walk away. If you feel intimidated, get out of there doesn't do you any good, and it certainly doesn't make you look good. No one won any awards for being pushed, shoved, kicked, punched, or made fun of. If you feel uncomfortable, walk away. There's nothing wrong with that. Even adults, if they're in situations where the conversation gets unsavory or it's in bad taste, people just walk out. And that's what kids need to learn how to do. Walking away is not a bad thing. Next thing. You have strengths. The victim has strengths. You know, and begin to start understanding them. Don't let your frustrations grow. You might be good at some things and not so good at others. So what? Nobody's perfect. Don't let anyone put you down because you're not smart or you're not as athletic as they are. You have your own special talents. What's important is that you know what those talents are and that you use them to benefit you and at times others. This is what you need to be telling kids. If you're working to develop other talents, always understand that any effort that they put in, no matter how big or how small, will always be rewarded. Another thing we need to teach kids, know how to accept an apology from a bully. I mean, it's always good to forgive, right? I mean, we we forgive for our own benefit because it's not good to hold a grudge. It can eat away at you. Asking for forgiveness comes with a promise that what someone did to you wouldn't or shouldn't happen again. So you tell kids, if the bully says that he's sorry, you accept the apology, but then you say to him, I accept your apology, but don't let it happen again. This makes the bully aware that that kid is, is not only holding him in the apology, but they have now begun to draw boundaries and set limits that they're not gonna have broken. The next thing, express your anger appropriately. Tell kids, don't let your anger get to the point where you seek revenge. You've probably heard the line, don't get mad, get even. It's not good advice. Anger is a natural emotion. And shouldn't be bottled up like a volcano ready to erupt. If someone does or says something to someone that is mean or unkind, there's nothing wrong with saying I feel very angry when you speak to me that way. Anger is a warning sign that something is wrong. Help kids to understand that they don't want to hold it in and they need to express it in constructive ways. The next one, get victims to write stuff down. You know, they get bullied and you sh- they should write it down. Write down what happened and who bullied you. You don't have to run to the teacher every time something, get, something happens. I mean, that would be tattling. But if you write things down and let your teacher know that it's happening over and over, they'll be able to help stop the bullying. Now, if something happens that's too large for this kid to handle, they need they do need to come to you and they need to keep track of it and guess what, the teacher needs to keep track of it as well. Face your fears. Help kids understand that courage is like a muscle that needs to develop slowly. And when they're in compromising situations that they don't know how to get out of, they only have to be brave for two minutes at a time. No one has to be brave all the time. Let those courageous muscles grow and help them develop an understanding that there are things that we are all afraid of. Next one, seek help. Some matters are overwhelming. They're just too big for a kid to handle. And adults have this problem as well. When you feel too angry or down in the dumps, or maybe you're nervous about a situation in school or with another student, let someone know. Tell these kids to let their parents, a teacher, or a friend that they trust know. Go to the guidance counselor. No one should have to go it alone. And there's nothing wrong with asking for help. There's plenty wrong with not asking for it, though, especially if you're thinking about doing things either to yourself or others that could be harmful. Always seek help. And the last one. In this age of cyberbullying, and I think this is almost repetitive, and I believe everybody knows this, save threatening text messages or Facebook post or any other social media post in case it's ever needed later. And if the kid thinks he's under cyber attack and feels threatened, don't waste time. Tell an adult or even the police. Too often, kids who are victimized with social media or they are cyber attacked, they don't let other people know about it fast enough. You have to encourage them to do this. Don't delete the message so you don't have to look at it. Save it so that you have what someone said to you as evidence. Tell the kids this, and you can show it to someone. Sometimes messages can be so hurtful that we want to delete them. Don't always remember, send like a friend and text responsibly. You should post that in your classroom, teachers. It's a great line. Send like a friend, text responsibly. My name is Jim Burns. You've been listening to Anti-bullying 101. It's my pleasure to provide you with these podcasts and these this information about bullying that I th- believe is so desperately needed. If you want more information, go to my website, www.bullyproofclassroom.com. I have this posted on every episode that I produce right in the description. So just click on it and go there. You'll find courses, you'll find activities, you'll find free stuff, you'll find a store where you can buy anti-bullying lesson plans and get a bunch of activities that you can use as you work with your students and help them if they're victims to get stronger and to deal with bullies in your classroom. Once again, my name is Jim Burns. Thank you for listening to Anti-Bullying 101.